Welcome back to Ziggler's Zany Murder Mania, a group improv storytelling podcast led by A. Elliot Lee. Last time on Ziggler's Zany Murder Mania, whew, a lot happened. Everyone went shopping for prom outfits. What a wild time! Also, Bloat killed Cal, and now Dickie is out for blood. How will prom night be? Who will live to see it? Find out on today's episode of Ziglet's Zany Murder Mania. Episode 9. Bad man, but good outfit. After Dickie leaves, you're still lying prone on the floor. He definitely stands up, brushes himself off. Uh, he's fucking hurt, which is fun. Not as much as Bloke is, obviously, but there's like, I think an arrow in his shoulder. He's been stabbed. I don't remember what happened to him, actually, but glass. there's some shit. There's glass. There's definitely glass in him, which is not great. Uh, so he's going to struggle through his feet. He's going to listen very carefully to make sure that Dickie is genuinely gone he's gonna wait for a full minute and a half and when he's like dead certain that dickie hasn't just like driven off and is coming back on foot he's going to come back in to the dorm you enter the dorm and you close the door behind you you see no one else in the dorm uh, for a brief second and then you see bloke slowly kind of fade into sight at the window and he's kind of been looking down and outside bass closes the door behind him and you you hear him like audibly relax when he sees bloke oh it's like oh thanks bessie you got in okay yeah yeah oh, wow are you oh and i think bloke doesn't say a lot and goes up and tries to hug him they're both very wounded, so he does it very delicately. Bass does not do it delicately. He just sort of envelops Bloke in a big hug. He, like, lifts him off the ground a little bit, and finally he, like, gently places him back down. He's like, oh, God, you must be so hurt. You died, I think? Are you... are you okay? I'm, I'm good. I don't think I... I don't think I, like, died, died. I think I was just unconscious for a bit are you okay uh, yeah. I, I i've been worse um i'm mostly just glad that you're fine i mean not fine you've got a lot of errors in you but <laughs> <laughs> i i do yeah it might be good to start um taking them out <laughs> and then um he says hey jimmy and then the jimmy appears and it's like hey and then he's like ah oh, can we have some stuff to yeah, like, with all of these wounds, like a first aid kit, like a very big one or something. I don't know. Um, and then the Jimmy says, sure, and gives them a very large first aid kit. They try to dress each other's wounds. I think they're sitting on the bed. I guess they're sitting on Bloke's bed. And Bass has to kind of hunch over a little bit to not hit his head on the ceiling. Bloke says, I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. I didn't think you would get that hurt. Also, I... just sorry about the... When you were holding me back and you told me to untie him and I said I would, but then I just threw a knife at him instead. I'm sorry about that. I... It's... I want to say it's okay. It's not fully okay. I... 
I didn't think I would be that bothered by it when we were talking about it before. I was like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, this is the most logical way to kill Cal. The most efficient way. I was playing the game like like Nil would. Just yeah. a straightforward killing. But I don't I don't want to do that. I don't want to I I think that together we would be able to do that thing you were talking about, the thing we said uh, earlier. Yeah. But I don't want to do it because we were lucky, because Cal happened to be Dicky, because we happened to be in the right place at the right time. I want to do it because we were great, and I think we are. But I don't want there to be an asterisk when we do. I want to, I want to earn it. That's where that came from. Wow. I'm, I mean, I just, I remembered the third price tenant, which is serve others. And I remembered one of the other ones, which was don't trust magic users. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah. it's, it's about honor. It's about, I guess everyone on this island is technically fair game because they signed up for this and they're all technically mm -hmm. that to us. But there's just something so bitter about tying a man down and stabbing him to death. I don't know. I'm I sorry. Couldn't, yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't let it happen. But I understand that. It did almost kill you, which I feel very bad about. No, 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 it's fine. Now, now we have this hopefully great death that, I don't know, hopefully it's entertaining. I tried I try to make it dramatically interesting as well. I thought he said traumatically interesting, and I was like, yeah, he got that. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sorry if I went a little overboard with the whole thing and freaked you out. I also don't know how much of the start part you heard, but... I think uh, I kind no, of nothing. I was outside. <laughs> yeah, I kind of went a little overboard. I, I I heard you sort of cry out in pain, and I was like, "Oh, I should go check yeah. it out." And he threw one of his died. exacto knives at me, but oh, well, he was still tied up. Yeah, I guess they're not like physical knives or something, because he just kind of willed them into existence, and then they were in my head, and I was like, "Ouch!" But oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I heard you cry out, and I was like, oh, I should, you know, go check on him. And then as soon as I opened the door, I was like, oh, wow. Like, just the image of Cal all tied up and defenseless as you were about to stab him. It just sort of made its way into my brain somehow. I was like, no, absolutely not. I don't know. It sounded like my dad a little bit, which <sighs> yeah, is I, fine. I guess it's, I don't know. I, I have a lot to learn and on that front I'm <laughs> I'm glad you're okay I thought I'm really glad you're okay too which is I, I thought Dickie was going to kill you and he could have he could have he still might he still might oh fuck he still might do you think he's gonna go to prom I mean if I was him I wouldn't but also I, if I were him I would why? Like, if we were there. Oh. He wouldn't try something at prom. He might. He he's very, so angry. He's, he's very, very angry. He's so... Oh. But I want to go to prom. <laughs> I really want to go to prom as well. I don't think he would. He's so... 
he looked very sad. And I imagine if he and Cal, I imagine if he and Cal were in cahoots or something, then it would not be fun for him to be at prom without Cal. I really do want to have prom. Yeah. I don't know. I guess Dickie was tougher than I expected. <laughs> I should have thought, I mean, I thought maybe as a, a bookish kind of boy, he would not be that difficult to kill. I guess I was wrong. I mean, Cal, Cal as Dickie was way easier to kill than yeah. I expected. Yeah. And I guess it was good luck and bad luck. It was. I... <laughs> I every day I say that I don't want your perception of me to change. I know it's changing by the minute. I know that I'm just becoming a worse person in your eyes. And I, and the, the worst thing is I, I don't think of, I don't think I can really do anything to stop that. I think that's just like, just going to get worse and worse with time. And I really don't want that to happen to us. Bass reaches over and takes his hand, um, and he says, "Look, I mean, I, I guess this is probably. I'm not sure how much this will mean to you because we've only known each other for like four days, <laughs> which I'm very, I'm, I'm aware of every second of every minute, but I, I don't." think you're a bad person nothing nothing you've done up till now has made me think you were a terrible elf and i i don't think you're a bad person deep mm -hmm. down i guess not that deep down honestly like you i i don't know i think that you are a good person and even if we disagree about certain things about honor or whatever uh -huh. like i want i want to work with you but if we are going to be working together this whole time we're going to have to do it my way i don't okay i i'm willing to agree to that like i and that's Mostly because I think we make a great team. I think we work together really well. And I think that we don't have to resort to things like killing people while they're tied down or anything <laughs> like that. I think we can, we can do whatever we want. Yeah. Whatever I, we put our minds to do. Yeah. I just, I stress about all of this so much. <laughs> every second of every day I'm stressing about this because all my life has kind of built up to this moment on the island if I don't if I don't do this right everything I've done and all the things I've done they, they will kind of be for nothing I've kind of been I don't know living under like a ends justify the means kind of thing for most of my life and I I don't know, it really pains me to think about the world if it, I, I, I can't even talk, but like, if that doesn't apply, I don't, I don't know what I would be able to do with myself. I don't, I don't know what I would be able to do with my life. I don't even know if I would have like, 
a reason to live anymore in a way i i, I i'm just spouting nonsense ignore me is but that, is this about the whole killing everyone thing yeah <laughs> yeah it's a it's really important to you huh it's r- really important i mean i don't know i am i do think we are powerful enough to to be able to accomplish it if we do it your way i mean a victory that's unearned is just bittersweet you don't learn anything about yourself you don't learn anything about your limits you just sort of you know it's like cheating if you just do it the easiest way but it's also it's not even a problem of victory for me it's a problem of survival are you saying that if you don't win entirely you'll die i won't die Oh. Bloke Manson won't die. Is there another boy I should be worried about? That's very... No, no, <laughs> I do no. not understand what's going on. I'm a part of something that's a lot bigger than just me, Bloke Manson, and a lot of, a lot of pressure. Oh, God. Wait, wait, wait a second. Hey, Jimmy. Hello. <laughs> Can we turn the cameras off, please? That's yes, sure. Like, yes, please. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. A lot is riding on my shoulders, and I'm just a little boy. The very little shoulders. I, I'm here where I am right now. Honestly, just because of dumb luck, sometimes I think of a good idea, and sometimes people like that idea, and then people think I'm much more qualified of a person than I am. And I think I'm a very qualified person, but I, at other times I'm like, I, I, I'm not all that I think I am. There, there are ways that this could go terribly wrong for me. And if I think it would be terrible if I, if Bloke Manson lives, but everything standing behind him collapses. Because what am I <laughs> any more than I'm just, I'm just on my own. I'm just a nobody I'm, i don't know that puts his arm around him and says i mean you wouldn't be on your own Bass, I, I, I have to tell you something um i i should tell you I, something and i you go ahead you don't have to say anything it's fine okay. it's okay i understand like it's fine but I have been thinking a lot mm-hmm. about what you said about this morning when I thought you were dead, about earlier when you did die in my arms, and that sucked, or at least went unconscious. And I, I've been kind of realizing that I've, I've already lost someone before I got to say something very important to them and I don't want to make the same mistake again and it's I it's it's fine if you don't feel the same way I understand it's it's okay I I just need you to know that I don't think we're going on a friend date (laughs) I don't think we're as friends
Maybe. Cloak lets out like the hugest sigh of relief and then he laughs. Seth looks a little like scared. He's like, oh, haha. Uh, it's not that fun. And then I think he is going to <laughs> lean in and try to kiss Bass. Ah, baby. Bass stabs him. No. <laughs> Bloke would feel him sort of jump defensively as though he's like expecting a slap mm-hmm. across the face. But after a second when no injury is <laughs> forthcoming, he, he <laughs> just feels him melt into the kiss. Um, he's sort of moving really slowly and carefully and gently, probably more so than Bloke has ever seen. Like he's trying mm-hmm. not to spook a wild animal. Um, <laughs> I think Bloke just melts into Vass's embrace for that. Oh. And then I think Bloke kind of is like, I'm so glad. So is that like a yes or like a yes? Yes. Yes. Like yes. Weird friend rivals for two years no, no, or like no. a. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to make sure. You are honestly one of the most incredible people I've met in my life, and I've met a lot of people in my life. <laughs> and I think it's it's just been the biggest compliment that you think so highly of me. And I don't know, you, you live by all these tenets. You you're such an astounding fighter. You've you're like a knight. You're so honorable. You've you're just so different from me. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm so thankful that someone like you feels the same way about me as the way I feel about you. So, yeah. Oh, I'm, I mean, really, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not like half as cool as you are. It's not like. No, no, I'm really, I'm not cool. <laughs> uh, shut up. And he kisses him again. So now I want to go to prom even more. Right. You're right. Oh, fuck. I didn't oh. mean to. Oh, shit. No, 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 no. no. We should. I think. Wow. I think we should. Fuck Dickie. We... Yeah, fuck Dickie. It'll be fine. I mean, first of all, it's just him against both of us. Yeah. It would not be a smart move to kill us at prom because there'll be tons of people there. I'm not sure if he'll help. And also he's just really mad. He is just really mad. We really, there's no one on this entire island who isn't entirely pissed off at us. Nil? Oh, no, we, we, we fully killed Nil. Nil, we did kill Nil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, to be fair, there's only, like, four other people. Toe and Iso hate me, and Toe has me, which is doubly bad. And Dickie is on a quest for revenge. <laughs> is this a good time Toe. to guess Dickie's target? Oh... Before I was trying to strike up some kind of thing with him where it's like, don't kill me, but I think it's past that. So, hey, hey, Jimmy. Hello. Um, okay, so please still keep the cameras off. But wait, actually, you can turn them on for the second. Um, I'm going to guess that. Oh, wait, I can't guess. Y- y- do you want to do it? Oh, uh, I'm guessing that Bloke is Dickie's target. The Jimmy says, that is correct. Have a great day. And Jimmy <laughs> disappears. Um, and he, he watches Jimmy go and says, right, what does that do? A Jimmy appears. Bloke Manson, you have a new target. Oh. Dickie Thimbleton. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, 
thanks, I guess. And also, can you turn the cameras back off again? Thanks. Um, and then Jimmy says, okay. And disappears. <laughs> oh. Oh, fuck. Oh. I guess, I mean, that doesn't help us necessarily. I guess, I guess it means that if you do end up in combat with him, it'll be fine. If he, if you kill him, it'll be helpful to you. Yeah, he would be gone. Oh, because you're at the top of the scoreboard. And, yeah. Well, I, I don't think he's going to prom. I think we'll be fine. Yeah, and I, I really want to go to prom. Do, do, are we worried about Toe at all? Should we? I don't think Toe, I mean, she hasn't tried anything yet, and she's had the opportunity. Yeah, but just for precautions, I mean, we, we have been roughed up by other people. We should probably not go in when we're already so tired and yeah. kind of beaten up. Because, I mean, I didn't realize this until today, but even though, even if we do come back, we'll still be pretty damaged and still in the same place that we were before. So someone could just kill us again. Yeah. If we get killed by someone who doesn't have us as our target, we get resurrected at midnight. But then we'll miss out on some of the prom. Oh, well, I mean, I feel like if fighting starts at prom, we're not going to want to... That's true. And then we'll just see each other at midnight. Yeah, I mean, here. If Toe comes for me, I mm. want you to kill me. Okay. And then I'll come back at midnight. I'll be safe until then, at least. I, I would want to stay with you. <gasps> I can try to carry your body back to the dorms. That's not a good idea. I can get a Jimmy to give me, like, a cart or something. <laughs> I would rather you be safe than... But what if it's midnight and Toe's still at the prom? Oh. Oh, that is possible. I mean, I think I could take Toe, like, one-on-one. -on -one. We'd be fine. Yeah. If I, um, if Dickie's somehow there, and if Dickie comes for me, please kill me, and also take my body somewhere safe. All right, I'll do that. Because I think Dickie doesn't have a lot on his schedule right now, and he could just... <laughs> wait for me he had to go through his google calendar delete all of the <laughs> hangout with cows so now it's just so empty oh god uh all right i don't want to kill you but i'll do it yeah you can you can make it really quick it'll be fine <laughs> I, I won't hold anything against you of course <laughs> all right I, 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 I want to tell you a little story or a little something, something just, I know a lot of the time it seems like I'm, I'm just being paranoid, but I, some time ago I was dating this, he, he was a barbarian. Um, huh, got a type. We, we just met on our travels and he he was very different from you. He was, I guess in the honor way, he was kind of similar to you, but he wasn't really down with killing at all. 
And a lot of the times when I went to see him, I would see him outside of work hours and outside the context of any friends I had or any family I had. And it was not, not like a secret relationship, but it was always just me and him. And it was really good for a while. And then he, he, he caught me at a bad place in a bad time. And he started finding things out about me, about things that I'd done that weren't very great things. And he just, he couldn't take it. I, it was, it was fully, it was fully my fault. I, sh I should never have avoided talking about what I did or things that I'd done or my, my scheming, for example, like in this island context. But he was just, he couldn't stand it and he couldn't stand me. And he, he knew some things that I didn't want other people to know, but we came to a kind of mutual agreement where we kind of found a local town wizard and got him to erase his memory. So he's just out there vibing somewhere. But that's kind of why I'm, that's kind of why I really don't want you to end up in the same situation as, I don't know, as all of that. I. I'm not the best at being an open book and I'm not the best at playing fairly in a way sometimes. And I, I want you to know that it doesn't affect my ability to love at all or, or, and that I care very deeply about you. That that's it. That that's all I got to say before prom tonight. That's, what I've got to get out there. The cow thing really wasn't a good look for me. But oh, so he doesn't. He doesn't even remember you. Nope. I've. There was a while when I used to kind of. I don't know. Maybe sit a couple tables away at a restaurant just to see how he was doing. Maybe, kind of. Sometimes I would see him at like a grocery store. Like I stayed at that town for a while. But then I, after a while, I, 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 I thought it would just be better for the both of us if I left. And it was also when King Ziglet had started doing his various, I don't know, forays into the entertainment industry and his, and like, I started paying more attention to that, I guess, because I, I, I knew this was coming and I had to get prepared for this. So, Yeah. I, I'm sorry. That's fine. Um, no, that you can see, like he's he's definitely struggling with this. Um, but you can see him make a decision. Like his face suddenly settles, and he goes, "All right, I." I won't do the same thing. I, I, don't, I don't know what you've done. I don't know what your story is. I hope one day you'll trust me enough to tell me. But I already do. But 
it's it's more of a it's more of a the environment we're in kind of thing and there's too many variables up in the air i, I really wish i could <laughs> one of the price tenets number 106 is that someone is judged by their actions and not by their past mm-hmm. so as long as we're cool now <laughs> Yeah. I think I think we'll be fine. I yeah. I wouldn't do the same thing to you. No. Thank you. <laughs> and I think if they weren't cuddling before, Blo kind of leans against fast. Oh. They cuddle for a while and then Blo is like fast I'm I'm also really scared for I know another person died. Right, that's fucked up. But I still don't feel anything. What? What do you mean? I I don't know. I sh- I should be something. There should like be emotionally, s- like <laughs> no, no, like physically. There should be something happening to me as these people die. Like the whole probability thing. Like as the chances of I don't know. I don't. Uh, I hate math. Your goal is to just kill one person here, yes? Yeah. Right? So maybe when you kill them. Maybe. I are you sure that this is what I are you sure this is what you're supposed to be doing? I I I tried to get at Cal's body today. Yeah, I noticed that. It was a little weird. What was going on? I wanted to, to make sure it was Gone. Gone, gone like he was dead? Like he was dead and I might have also wanted, I don't know, to to cremate him or something, just like to to really drive the point home to be like, this this man is gone, but Do you think that maybe they're still alive somewhere? I don't know. But I, I would like to make sure that they're not. I don't think they're alive. God, I wish you would tell me about what you're trying to do here. It's it's like a, you know about heroes and things like that. You, you know all of that, right? You're, yeah, yeah. I, I prophecy. It's, it's a prophecy. Oh. Oh, you're the subject of a prophecy? Well, an, sort of. It's amazing. It's... I always wanted a prophecy. <laughs> I'm not the subject of a prophecy. Whoever I'm trying to kill is the subject of a prophecy. <laughs> Oh, and it's prophesied that you're going to kill it? I'm kind of a shitty prophecy. No, it's prophesied that, like, that, like, there's one person who will win or whatever, and then, like, a whole lot of shit will happen after that. Uh, And, and my, my job is to sort of stop that prophecy from getting fulfilled in a way i i don't know bloke i've read a lot of storybooks or had like i've I've experienced a lot of storybooks (laughs) and usually anyone who's trying to stop a prophecy does not succeed you just end up fulfilling the prophecy in a different meaner way it's sort of a sort of a be careful what you wish for kind of situation I know that's how it works, but the thing about ending this prophecy is that 
sure there there will be another world in which the prophecy did get fulfilled and that is the world we're living in but it would also create kind of another scenario in which the prophecy never gets fulfilled and things I'm sorry does VCMM operate well. on the multiverse theory <laughs> is that an essential part of the world building the multiverse theory <laughs> so essentially we are already living in a world where all of this is like we're living in a world where the prophecy is fulfilled and we would be creating a world where it won't be so you're trying to go back in time i'm not trying to go back in time but then if it's already fulfilled are you going are you are you creating a place where it's a time when it wasn't fulfilled yet i'm saying too much i'm saying too much uh, uh, i just oh. but you get a taste of how complicated it is so that's true it is very fucking complex i mean oh boy a prophecy to be fulfilled well if something so bad is gonna happen because of the prophecy I mean, this world's fine. I quite like it. How do you know a new one would be any better? Because in a new one, we would have everything that I mentioned when we talked about the things that could be. That could all be more possible. In the new one, I would be cooler. You don't need to be cooler. <laughs> in the new one, I would be even more of a magic boy. You'd be even more magical. Yeah. That seems... I I'd be magical enough to do the things that we were talking about, because I don't think plain old me would be enough to do the things that we were talking about. <laughs> I mean, I don't... Are, are you sure it's worth it? I... Because I... I've never really had a choice. I, uh, I, I know it hasn't been that long, but... Everything we were talking about earlier, I, I assume it's no longer with, with just friends attached. <laughs> yeah, <But> <laughs> yeah. Everything we were talking about earlier, you know, being immortal, living together as... <laughs> he, like, taps his temple. He doesn't want to say the word king out loud. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, all, all that power and fame... The most important part of that, to me, would be you. Well, it, would, it would be you to me, too. I guess I've never thought about that. Again, I've never really had a choice. Are you also in this prophecy, Mr. Blokeman's son? No, Mr. Blokemanson is not in this prophecy. Mr. Blokemanson was forced into this prophecy. But that is how prophecies work. But that is true, but it's more like Mr. Bloke Manson was forced into a life where kind of Mr. Bloke Manson is achieving the highest position that he can by being the one given the honor of stopping this prophecy because so many people believe in him. Bess looks at him for a very long time and he goes, who are you? Like, like, really? What do you mean? 
I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I like Bob Manson a lot. I think he's great, but I, all, all of these things about you that I just now know, like, I don't understand. I'm not sure I, I, I'm not sure I like the bigger picture. I'm not sure what it is even, but it worries me. It makes me feel like I don't, I don't really know who you are. Oh. Honestly, a lot of the time I feel that way about myself, so. Oh, right. Okay. I haven't really had time to think about who Mr. Bloke Manson is. Surprisingly, on this murder island, which is supposed to be whatever I've been striving for, I'm, I think I'm discovering who he is for the first time, <laughs> and I'm not sure I like the implications of that. I don't know. I kind of like who he is. I hope I get to see more of him. I think they are going to take a short rest. So we said it was like around a hot 3.30 once um, he motorcycled back to his yeah. mansion. So He's going to take a short rest. He goes to Cal's room, right, and takes a short rest? Mm-hmm. So Dickie wakes up from his short rest to see a Jimmy standing over him. <sighs> okay. And the Jimmy says, Hello, Dickie. I am sorry to inform you that your target has been guessed and you will be penalized. Fuck. Oh, well, he doesn't say that. Um, (laughs) It's okay. He'll be gone by the end of the night. And then Jimmy leaves. 4.30. Okay. So I think um, Dickie's going to get all dressed first for the prom. Does he want to get his outfit rated or anything? Uh, does he have to? No, unless he wants points. Okay, I guess he wants points, so. A little get up. It's maroon. He's got his nice tailcoat uh, set. And is that a waistcoat? Is that what waistcoat? That's a cummerbund. A cummerbund, sorry. A cummerbund. Cummerbund? <laughs> God. Yeah, you know, like Benedict Cumberbund. (laughs) (laughs) Cumberbund. Um, And he also has a nice little bow tie going on, a little pocket square, pretty much exactly like um, The Sims. Um, (laughs) Thanks. Hey, that that could be an audio medium swing if anyone plays The Sims. Think of the fancy outfit in maroon. That's exactly what Dickie's wearing. His hair is done up all nice. He also has um, his glaive in one hand and his crossbow in the other. Cool. So and he's also on his motorcycle. Does he hey Jimmy? Does he go down pose next to his motorcycle and then hey Jimmy? Yeah. <laughs> the Jimmy appears yeah. and says, hello, is this your outfit? Audience ratings are rolling in. I have to be less soft in the outfit ratings because I'm just like 10 out of 10. Fucking all of them. They're oh, so no, good. That's me no, that's too. Exactly, exactly <laughs> what I've done. I've given like literally all of them 10 out of 10. Because I started with 10 and then I realized I couldn't go down. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> I have not been soft on them. That's just because you have an anti bloke agenda. Minnie's the whole reason that Elliot has to do math. <laughs> I am. No, I gave Bloke a 10 because yeah. it's a good outfit. Bad man, but good outfit. <laughs> okay, so after Dickie gets his outfit rated, what does he do? 
he's also going to equip himself with all of his little his stuff you know okay, cool. weapons cool um so he's probably gonna get his glaive in one hand and mm-hmm. have he has a nice little crossbow i think that's mm-hmm. all he's gonna take he's just gonna take his crossbow and his glaive okay um and god what does he do i think he's probably just like I guess he doesn't know that Toe and I are still dressmaking, so he's going to get on his motorcycle mm-hmm. and go to the beachside hut. Okay. So at the beachside hut, Toe and Iso are still busy with their fabrics and their, um, say, at this point, like, they finished the dress themselves and they've had that little conversation that we've had and they're starting on adding the little extra something-something to the dresses. But Okay. They hear um, this very loud motorcycle engine sound, (laughs) and I guess Dicky swerves onto the sand and kind of stops near their table of fabrics. And Toe and Isa look up, and Isa's like, Oh, you got a motorcycle. And Toe goes, That's really cool, and you have weapons with you. Are you here to kill us? (laughs) And Dicky goes, No, I'm not here to harm either of you in any way. So she Iso says that, that yeah, Dickie's telling the truth. And really she kind of that. visibly That's calms that. down. Yeah. What kind of help? And do you do you want us do you want me to heal you or and Dickie is I'm probably fine, but Okay. Something happened today. I'm sure that you guys are not aware. But Cal is dead. Oh. oh I'm so sorry. Here, okay. here. Do you wanna? Do you wanna come and we can we can make some tea for you. Um, I would truly enjoy that. Okay, um, we I, can have I, a chat I, over tea. Yeah, sure. I, I know that you you all had a little falling out, but I I bet that that will that still really the falling out actually didn't happen. Oh. I think it's time that I explain to you what the circumstances are. Okay. So let's say they go inside. Um, they start heating up some tea and they sit down on some little couches and bean bags. Okay. And it's a motorcycle. <laughs> and Dickie starts explaining and he says, well, the stabbing was staged. Okay. It wasn't meant to actually kill me um and cal did not go as as far as to do that and he only left me unconscious yeah but ever since that stabbing we've been using illusion magic to pretend that we are each other so any any interactions you've had with dicky in the past 24 hours was actually cal oh okay thank god you don't eat cotton candy that strangely what he he did something okay you continue this is more important oh god okay and he's Um, dead so i I shouldn't talk ill of the dead (laughs) it's all right and he had his quirks but to the people who killed cal were bloke and bass okay and i want to take revenge but i need your help to do so and what kind of what kind of help do you need? I would it be dangerous for us to get involved? And Toe cuts in 
And she's like, Iso, Ass is the one who killed Leggy. I think we should help him. I, I'm willing, okay, Dickie, I'm willing to help if you need to be healed or anything. But I personally don't want to, I, I'm assuming this is also at prom. I personally think it would be safer for Toe and I if we don't instigate violence on so so we can let you do all of the fighting if you want and if you ever if you ever get down or something um i can heal you that we can help you in that sense but i feel like it would just make things a little more complicated if we jumped in also is one of them your target yes i am looking to kill bloke also, if it becomes a group fight, there's a chance that, I don't know, we might aim wrong or something and we will hit Bloke. And then, like, if you end up killing him, then it won't be like an actual kill. Hmm. I. So you could I wait for him at midnight. We could. But what I need to do is to kill Bloke. And what I would need you to do is to make sure that Bass doesn't get involved. That's all I need. Oh, okay, okay. Um, we can do that one. All right. Yeah. Um, God, and I feel like at this point, Toe would put it together that by not getting Bass involved, she could also try to kill Bass at the same time. Yeah. But I think that would be a separate conversation for Toe and I, so after Dickie leaves, yeah. Yeah. So I think... Um, I think Dickie's. Wait, before before you go, around one, is there some sign of, kind of sign that you'll give us? Or how, how should we know when this is about to go down? Ooh. Um, he says, I want to give you gals an opportunity to enjoy your night first. Okay. So I would say after a sufficient amount of time has lapsed, I will pull you both aside and let you know that it's time for. Okay. And do you want it to be just, um, if I see you fall unconscious or something, I go and heal you or something like that? That would be quite helpful. You okay, can also perfect. call up Hey Jimmy and ask him to heal me yeah. if you don't want to get into the line of fire. But Okay, sounds good. Any amount of help would be truly appreciated. Mm-hmm. Thank you both. Okay. Um, and then Dickie kind of leaves. And by this time, it's like five o'clock, I'll say. Okay. And Toe, God, oh, okay. Toe, while they're sewing on their little, did we decide what they were sewing on? To the we didn't decide. We can say like stars, flowers. I don't know. what. What's a... God, I was thinking badgers, but you know, stars <laughs> and flowers are <laughs> I was also thinking like seashells or something. They are like near the beach. Like that could be cute. There are like little seashells like encrusted on the sides of the little oh cottage God. they're in too. So they, they could have, use like, that as inspiration. What if they put real seashells on? Oh, that could also be good. Tiny little real seashells. Okay. Yeah, I think they'll try to do that. Can we, let's roll a... Um, investig- I'll roll an investigation to see if we can find a lot. Oh, natural 20, 23. Um, 
Iso well, has gone yeah. onto the beach to collect very tiny, delicate seashells. And Toe gets a 13, so she didn't find that many. But Iso like gives them to Toe, and then we gently kind of adds them to the outfits. All right. And while they're doing that, Toe's like, do you remember how I said I wouldn't kill anyone? Yeah. I think that I want to. Okay. My target is Bass. Okay. And I think I'm going to kill him tonight. Will you help me? Yeah, of course. I think that Dickie's plan will allow us to get revenge for Luggy's death because she went so soon. Yeah. I have a question. Yes. Do you think I should start killing? I've been thinking a lot about how I heard Betsy's voice. I think it's a sign. If that's a sign for me to also get going. I haven't thought about- There are only so many people left on this island. I think that if we don't start killing now, we would go, so. That's what I'm scared of too. Well, who's your target? Can you keep a secret? Yeah, I can keep a secret. It's Dicky. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh. Oh. So I didn't know I was um, the cow on the Ferris wheel. I don't know. At that, I was trying to kind of get to know him then, and get a sense of like if he was a I don't know if he was a good person or not like how I felt about killing him but now he's just also so sad and also I don't I don't know I I'm just scared that someone's gonna come for us at the prom I don't I have no clue who has me but I I don't know either (sighs) my goodness I think I also do have another target me too. Do you have Nil? I have Nil as well. Me too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I I would feel bad if we killed Dickie tonight. Yeah, I think I'm gonna see how things pan out. Um, I feel like if Nil joins the fight somehow, I might take a try at Nil. Though I don't know who else okay. also has Nil, and I feel like if everyone starts attacking Nil, then Nil actually doesn't die because it's not like damage inflicted by True. one person. So, and then who gets the death? Because we all want that death. Yeah, right? I guess we would all wait over Nil's body until midnight and see who can <laughs> take yeah. them down again first. But I don't know. That's what I've been thinking. I guess I'll I'll see I'll see what what I think is like the best chance I can get because all I all I really want is like a resurrection, and we're all going to be in a fancy outfits. There's going to be such a big fight going on, so I think it's automatically going to be good for points if we can do it tonight. So I'll I might try to do something tonight, but we'll see. Of course, I all also I also really want to have a nice night with you. So. Yeah. I think I'll prioritize helping you take down Bass, but I'm giving the thought of killing a big think to 
We'll see. Especially because now he trusts us. He does. I feel really bad about that. Me too. I don't feel bad about killing bass. Yeah, of course. Well, but a little bit. We were childhood friends. Oh, you know? that's true. That's got to be we weird. Each other from the palace, but huh. we haven't talked in a long time. Yeah. But he did kill Leggy. He did kill Leggy. I miss her. Yeah. I guess we'll just see what happens at prom. Mm-hmm. Well, here. Here, have these seashells. And then she hands the seashells <laughs> over to you. And you keep making oh. your dresses. And I am going to invite participants. I knew this was going to happen. I knew that I so had Dickie. I was like, there's, there's no There's not chance. that many people left, yeah. There's like no chance. God, that means that Nil has Toe. Maybe. Oh, God. If Nil attacks Toe, I swear to fucking God. Let's go to Bass and Bloke after their short rest, because... I think that's like a good 5.30, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, enough time. And I think Bloke wakes up and he looks a lot better than he did before. Um, he's less worse for wear. Does, is Bass awake or does Bloke have to shake Bass awake? He's definitely asleep. <laughs> okay, I think Bloke doesn't want to disturb him. So he maybe gives like two very gentle pats that I think don't do the trick. No? Okay, they don't do the trick. And then he kind of climbs up to his top bunk. Uh, he sits cross-legged. He pulls out his little book, and he says, Hey, Jimmy! And then a Jimmy appears, and he says, Um, could I have... I, I know we have we have some... We have some money, right? Is that is that what we have? And the Jimmy says, um, you all have 25 gold pieces and you can convert your scoreboard points to money. And then Bloke is like, uh, could I have some charcoal incense, some herbs and some stuff? And he starts rattling off like a list of things. And the Jimmy says, okay, that will cost you 10 gold pieces. And then the Jimmy disappears and Bloke just kind of chills up there for a while. And then, yeah. And then um, Bloke kind of, once he's done, like a good 10 minutes later, he, oh no, not a good 10 minutes later. This takes an hour and 10 minutes. <laughs> so he's just chilling up there for a while. Is Bass waking up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he wakes up maybe okay. a good 5.50 kind of. You wake up to the smell of herbs and incense kind of being burned. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that might be what actually wakes you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Vass is, I, th I guess he's on the lower bunk. Um, yeah. He definitely wakes up fairly quickly. Uh, and hits his head on the bunk bed that's above him. Uh, <laughs> Because again, you hear it's not oh, because like his stuff probably <laughs> kind of shook from that. So is there something on fire? No, 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 I'm just doing some spell stuff. You're good. Oh. It'll just be a little while more, um, like maybe twenty minutes. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, okay. Um, he's going to get up. To, I guess he should probably take a shower before prom. I think he leaves Bloke alone for a little bit too actually shower before prom 
Um, cool. God, now I'm just reading over the rules of the spell, which I should have done like a long time. <laughs> is Bass like a is Bass is Bass like a shower person, like a shower every day person, or is he the type of person who just like waits? Considering he has gotten blood on him every single day, including today, I feel like he's a shower every day person. Good. Okay. Um he just has like really good conditioner. That's how he mitigates it. Is like he has to is like a special formula. I think after Bass is done showering, you come back up and Bloke is kind of done with this stuff because I feel like Bass has a long showering process or lotion process afterwards. And then um Bloke is like, okay, um, well. I think we definitely shouldn't go there at 7.30 as we were planning. Uh, we should go there kind of earlier to get our outfits rated. And I don't know. I don't. We could chill in the fun zone after if that sounds safe. I don't think it does. I don't even know anymore. We could come back in our prom outfits. <laughs> uh, I mean, again, I, I, don't, I don't think that he's going to try anything tonight. But... I, I guess it would be safer. It, it could also be valuable to head to prom a little bit early so that we aren't walking into an ambush. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so do you want to head out now? Now it's like head. 6, 10, 6, 20. Yeah, sure. Let's do that. Okay. So they head to the fun zone and... They enter and bloke, go, they, they enter the shop that they kind of shopped at earlier and bloke is like, okay, well, we can get changed and then we'll, we'll get raided. Um, are we still keeping the blue and the black? I don't think that's really. I feel like the blue is, blue is no longer necessary. Yeah. <laughs> I could change it to a little pink. A little bit of pink. I thought I, I thought you liked the color oh, pink or something. That would be nice. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, and then Bloke changes part. into his outfit. While he's changing, he goes like, uh, hey, Jimmy. Hello. Uh, can you do something? And he sort of gestures at his hair. Like he, he's not hot, happy with what, what's up with it right now. Oh, yes, sure. And I think the Jimmy snaps his fingers and... Oh, before that, the Jimmy actually says, here's your tailored suit and hands you the suit on like a little um, hanger. Right. Thank you. Um, I think Bass leaves the dressing room sneakily uh, and grabs a couple more things from the okay. department store and then heads back. Um, and then um, Jimmy says, oh, yes, sure. For, you, for your hair. And he snaps his fingers and a little catalog of like men's hairstyles appears. <laughs> and he hands it to Bass to kind of flip through. A picture catalog, yes. <laughs> um, oh God. He, he has no preferences. He's never thought about his own hair before. Um, I'd say he chooses a page at random. It's just like, all right, this, I guess it's, the, it looks fairly easy. Um, okay. And then the Jimmy, um, the Jimmy kind of <laughs> has to get a chair and 
No, the Jimmy actually manifests a little hologram stool for himself and then he steps onto it and you feel like almost a flurry of movement around your head as he very quickly arranges your hair into this like half man bun situation. Would you like to describe it further? What is created? No, just like the top, the the front part of Bass's hair, basically up to his ears, is pulled back into a loose man bun at the back of his head, and then the rest of it is falling down on his shoulders. Perfect. And then the Jimmy poofs out of existence after that. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, so does Bass step out of the changing room at this point, or is he adding on his little components for? Yeah, he gets changed, obviously. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, he steps out of the changing room. Is Bloke there? Uh, Bloke kind of steps out at the same time as you. And he steps out wearing this, um, ethereal white outfit. It's comprised of a lacy silk blouse with sheer sleeves, um, this, like, form-fitting white dress pants and a sheer white floor-length chiffon cape that extends from the collar of his shirt and drapes around his body. And he has used some kind of illusion magic so that tiny, tiny, tiny pink roses seem to be kind of um, caught in some invisible current within the sheer portions of the outfit. So the cape and the sleeves, and they're kind of billowing about there. And he's like, yeah... Do you like that? Uh, uh, change his bank. I love him so much. <laughs> says, oh, it, it looks amazing. Um, Bass's outfit is not that different from before. He's wearing just like a black suit, um, although it isn't as it isn't poorly fitting like it was before. And before, like the shoulders and the waist were the same length, and it was just not great. Um, he's traded out his tie and pocket square for a light pink, um, and his cufflinks, instead of being little white roses, are pink ones now. Oh, <laughs> you look so amazing. And then, um, I think Float probably does something stupid, like, uh, he probably, um, nudges for Bass to lean down and then, like, kisses him or something like that. And then he's like, hey, Jimmy! And then the Jimmy appears... And he's like, we're ready for our outfits to be rated. And then the Jimmy says, the audience ratings have rolled on in. Good job. See you at the prom soon. And the Jimmy disappears. Oh, they don't get to know? They don't get to know. <laughs> the scoreboard only gets released like every, I'll say 12 hours or something like that, or every day at noon. We'll see. Oh, um, yeah. Probably tonight at midnight it'll get released because like for the results of this activity. But yeah. And then bloke turns to pass and it's like, well, what now? What time is it? It is. <laughs> I'll say like, it's like a good seven o'clock now. Okay. Um, right. I, I think we should probably get to pump a little bit earlier than everyone. Okay. Sort of post up. Cool. Um, you, the prom, the, you head to the elevator, but you're a little too early right now. The, there's no <laughs> buttons on the elevator. <laughs> so, Floke sees that and is like, well, uh, I guess the 
doors really do just open at eight for yeah i guess he makes manifest buttons around that time yeah do uh, we could we could we look could, around the other shops in the meantime where we could go onto the beach and take photos or why don't we why don't we take some photos on the beach put them on yeah. cap snap or whatever yeah perfect <laughs> um and then you both leave the mall and there's still like a strip of beach around the outside area of the mall and i think they will go and have a photo shoot there in uh, the meantime do you want to is wait. there anything you want to do in the during the photo shoot um <laughs> i'm so sorry for everyone else for having to listen to this shit uh but <laughs> i'll say before they like they're they're setting up for their first photo against the sunset in the background and everything yeah, it's golden hour it's golden hour. They're like, you know, fiddling with <laughs> all these thick things. Um, and that is like, wait, 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 wait. Just, I mean, and then he bends down and he picks up from like the edge where the beach sort of, beach sort of meets the forest. He picks a little white flower um, mm-hmm. and he tucks it behind Bloke's ear and sort of moves his hair back. He's like, all right, now it's perfect. Oh, fucking cardy shit! And then it's a rom-com island. It's a rom-com island, and Float gives Bass a kiss after that because that was ah. cute as fuck. And. I think Floke will get a Jimmy to take photos for them because like the selfie stick is still kind of broken from the picnic time. Yeah. And I think that's it for them. And they just hang out there until, and then we'll check back in with them. What has Nil been doing for the rest of like the afternoon or? I don't really think that they've been doing uh, anything in particular because they don't have their next target. So I do think that they've just been kind of waiting, just chilling. Pierre Vibin, maybe they've been working out. Valid. Okay, cool. Dickie's going back to get ready, I guess. Maybe he's just going to go on like a nice motorcycle ride by himself, just like around the islands. Oh my god, I want Bass and Bloke to be taking photos on the beach and just hearing the motorcycle zoom around. <laughs> I think that's what happens. Okay, we'll I go think... to that later. Let's go to Toe and Iso first. So I said when they're done like making the grass, won't they just go? Okay, they'll just go to the prom. So let's say they'll they'll go nearer to the time. Okay, so uh, Bass and Bloke are taking photos on the beach when they hear a familiar motorcycle noise. Um, Floke's like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Is he coming to, to prom? I, maybe he's just on a moody motorcycle ride. That's it, it is It is only 7.30 right now, but... <sighs> that is distressing. And then a moment later, the motorcycle kind of turns the curve around and we see Dickie on the motorcycle. <laughs> He's like wave and his cross is strapped to his back. Um, and I guess like Dickie will see them coming up ahead and you hear the motorcycle like rev a little bit and he goes a little faster. 
Um, um, and I think he's going to circle around them and then, like, kind of, like, stop. Oh, I hate that. Where does he stop? Where does he stop? <laughs> he's going to stop a respectful distance away from them. How many feet is a respectful distance? <laughs> oh, 20. Elliot, don't, don't cast a spell, please. I know, I don't I'm not going to cast a spell. I'm not going to cast a spell. Okay. He's 20 feet away from them, and he just goes... Fancy seeing here. Fancy seeing here. God. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, that's canon. He fucks it up. <laughs> Fancy seeing here. <laughs> no. <laughs> can't mess it up. Dickie cannot mess things up anymore. Um, and he says, "Fancy seeing you here." Well, it's prom. It is quite fancy. We were told to be fancy for the for the. Yeah, and you look content. very fancy. I yeah. know. Not you. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you. Never mind that. And then he doesn't say I know. <laughs> um, and he goes, are you all planning to have a nice night? Yeah, oh. and we will. Oh, powerful. Yeah. Uh, Is that uh, what Pat says? Uh, are you? Does <laughs> Pat say, oh, powerful? That says, oh, powerful, <laughs> quietly. <laughs> And then called to Dickie, are, are you? Are you going to prom? And Dickie, well, Dickie's in his getup also. Like, in the, it's just for fun, for fun and pleasure. <laughs> and Dickie goes, no, you nitwit, I'm going to spend the whole night riding on my motorcycle around this dastardly island. Of course I'm going to prom. Rude. Well, we'd hate to see that oh. lovely red outfit get even redder. Is that oh. a threat? It might be. Yes, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Nil is actually there. Yes. Nil is there in the corner. <laughs> Please. Um, <laughs> and uh, Dickie goes, I'll let you have this one night. You'll get something that I never got to have. We don't need any sympathy from you. I might need a little sympathy from Dickie. <laughs> no, Baz does not say that. Says, oh, a set, a set, thank you. Oh, God, I need to think. Wait, what, what, what would Dickie say? Dickie would. Um, oh, God, sympathy. Um, and Dickie would go, well, I'll catch you later. Get your dancing shoes ready. And he drives off on his motorcycle. They're already ready. I'm wearing them. Did you say that before or after Dickie leaves? <laughs> he says that after Dickie leaves. I want this to be a trend of Dickie leaving on his cool motorcycle and Dad's coming up with good retorts like five seconds too late. Dad <laughs> <laughs> um, looks at Bloke and he's like, oh, so I, I, I guess he is going to be there. <laughs> Bloke looks up and is like, oh, oh, we, we forgot something. And then he pulls a dart out of his pocket and hits you. Oh, Dickie could have fully just killed him there. Uh, <laughs> I'm confused. Why is he doing this? So that um, can, you, can you do it to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Bass. Okay. Bass. <laughs> Bass sort of 
of looks at his outfit like he's trying to decide where the punching would do the least damage and he just sort of punches him in the chest. Okay, cool, thanks. Okay. You ready for tonight? I will we'll try to have a good night. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Maybe I'm, could we drop back by the dorms? I feel like I might need to bring my wall hammer. Okay. Um, and then they will go around to, they go back to the dorms okay. and pick up their stuff. Sorry, the around, it is now, let's say it's now like 745 and Toe and Iso are headed out to the fun zone. Um, so it's like, okay, where, where do we want to get our outfits rated? Do we want to stand, I don't know, silhouetted against the, the night sky or? Um, it is blue hour for reference. It is blue hour for reference. <laughs> um, so I was like, yeah, we can, we can, we can do that. Okay. Um, hey, Jimmy. And then a Jimmy appears. And it's a dress that comes down to above to like kind of the mid thigh area, I think. And it is, um, it's made of a lot of like fluffy fabric. It's black and it's got Bishop sleeves. It's got like, I'll say it's off the shoulder. I don't know. I don't remember what it looks like, but it kind of looks like the strawberry Twitter dress, right? In terms of like cut and stuff. And it's got little seashells kind of sewn into it. And Iso is wearing an almost identical dress, except hers has more peachy and pink tones. I don't know if you add comments to your readings, but I always do. And Elliot never I'll do add comments to them. No, I do. He never responds to them. Because I'm receiving so many. <laughs> okay, and the Jimmy says, audience readings have rolled in. Have fun at prom. And I think Iso and Toe are going to head over. So it's about when, when it is like about 7.50, uh, Jimmy appears where everyone is and says, the prom doors are wide open. Come on in. And I think on the beach, Bloke looks at Bass and is like, okay, let's fucking go. All right. Let's head there. Um, so what does everyone else do so we can coordinate like who gets there? first and stuff. Toe and Iso are probably walking over so they're a little later, I think. Dickie's going to show up fashionably. He's going to take like okay. one more lap around that. Okay. Just to think. Yeah. Is Nil just going there early too? Because Nil's just there. Okay, perfect. So I think Nil, Bass, and Bloke get to the elevator first and you see that a small up button has appeared next to the elevator. And you all step in it's a bit of a squeeze it's a large elevator but it's also two of like the largest people on the <laughs> and does you, the alarm go off oh the alarm doesn't go off and then the door closes but like very slowly so it's kind of like oh is this too much for the elevator but it's fine and then some gentle jazzy elevator music starts playing and the elevator there are no buttons on the inside. You just feel it briefly go up and then stop and then the doors slide open. And you are Bass and Nil and Yeah, I think there's they have to stand like one of them in one corner and one of them in the other corner so it yes. doesn't like also a a, a D 
detail is that Nil's face is covered in dried blood. Fun fact. I just wanted oh, no. to add that, just so you guys know. From earlier, or this okay. is a new addition. Um, oh. I think as they're in the elevator, looks like oh, so, so you you got busy again, or <laughs> nope. Okay, and then the door swings open, and. All three of you step out into a lavish ballroom. Um, it's got high ceilings, several crystal chandeliers, a cream and gold color palette, and floor to ceiling windows. All of the walls are kind of half draped in luxurious golden curtains. And But beyond that, you can see um, outside through the windows that the sun is like just dipping below the horizon and you see a darkening sky and it's peppered with stars and clumps of grayish clouds and the ocean is reflecting the last bits of sunlight and you can also I don't know, see the reflections of the chandeliers in the glass and there are round tables draped in golden fabrics lining the edges of this massive room and a little buffet in the corner some long tables with little foods on them and a Jimmy is standing at the far end of the room as top 40s music pours in through the speakers. And the Jimmy sees you all and is like, welcome to prom. If you all have song requests anytime, let me know. And that is it for them. They are now just up there. What, what do they start to do? Or I think Bloke is going to sit down at one of the round tables just like to claim a spot. Um, kind of looks towards Bass and is like, what, what should we sit nearer to the entrance? Like, or? Uh, pr- pr- probably. Okay. Um, I will say that Bass has this very fancy modern prom outfit and then he has also added all of his weapons. <laughs> so like maybe he, he sets down his like hand axes to claim a spot at the table. Um, yeah. And let's go to Toe and Iso if Mooney is there. Perfect. Oh. Right here. So Toe and Iso enter the fun zone. There is no one at the elevators, but Iso's like, okay, it's on the second floor, right? So we, we should just go up. And yeah. you step in. There's some awkward elevator music for a second, and you step out to see. Bass, Bloke, and Nil um, just vibing in this empty ballroom, and a Jimmy says the same message to you about the kind of song requests. And Isa's like, oh, wow, I didn't realize how few people there were on, on the island until now, I guess. People are dying. It's a very so. empty ballroom. Yeah. Uh, do you want to take a seat? Yeah, sure. Um, and then she's like, "Where, where do you want to, where do you want to sit down?" Um, anywhere's fine. Uh, maybe far away from the the yeah. person with the dried blood on their face. Okay. <laughs> um, are they gonna choose a table closer to like Bass and Bloke, or like on the other side of the room? How close to the entrance do they want to be? I think far. Far? On the other side of the room. Yeah. Okay. And I think it might also be Dicky hour. 
Okay. Well, what's the rule on motorcycles in the ballroom? If you can get into the elevator, then sure. Okay, I'm going to say that Dickie revs into the elevator. Does the motorcycle fit? It fits because both Bass and Nil fit in it. All right. He's going to go up in his motorcycle. Where does he, is there a coat check, a motorcycle check at this venue? No, it's, it's like if the elevator opens into the room. You could okay. park it near the elevator. I think he... <laughs> I think he's going to put it right next to wherever he sits. Um, actually, you know what? Scratch that. He's not going to bring the motorcycle back in. <laughs> I'm going to say no. I'm going to retcon that. He just parks his motorcycle in the parking lot. Is there a parking lot? Uh, just he can park buy the, the motorcycle fun anyway. yeah. <laughs> Buy the fun scene. <laughs> date is his motorcycle. Yeah, unfortunately it is. Um, yeah, he goes up and he. Uh, I mean, it's in. not like Cal can look super cool and also chase people down. Like, <laughs> it's an improvement. Yeah, it's not like Cal can do that. You know, he can't really <laughs> do much. Well, useless. Uh, but, anyways, he walks into the elevator. Is there music? Does he get yeah. music? It's you the same angst, music. It is know? jazz. It's always jazz, but I think the jazz is awkward jazz, which is why I said awkward. Why is why did it have to be awkward jazz? Because it's terrible elevator music, and it's like a shitty connection, so it's a little crackly. Okay. Wow. Jimmy, I guess, couldn't handle a little music playing. All yeah. right. Um, and Dickie gets out of the elevator, takes a little sweep of the room, makes eye contact with Bass and Bloke, what are they uh, doing? Are they cowering in fear? They better be. I'm not cowering in fear. <laughs> no, I'm Mel and cowering in fear. I think Bass <laughs> meets his gaze. I think Bloke is like just like leaning on Bass and so maybe sipping some water or something at this point. Bass know. puts, as Dickie makes eye contact with them, Bass puts an arm around Bloke, sort of in a statement. <laughs> he just sits down. Okay, where does he sit? Um, next to Toe and Isa. Next to Toe and Isis, so they're on the far side of the room. Okay. Um, I think Flo turns to Bass and it's like, do you want to dance or is this like, do you want to dance? This this music kind of isn't what I expected yet. We, we could get some food. I am kind of hungry. It is 8 p.m. That's fair. We haven't eaten anything. Yeah. Is this the same day as the picnic? This is not the same day as the picnic. It's not the same day. That was the same day. Yeah. Okay, thank God. <laughs> um, they go over to the buffet, and you see a lot of little buffet fruits. There's pastas. There's a Caesar salad. There's, like, stuffed mushrooms. There's cheeses. There's roasted pork, shrimp, soups. Um, there's a little beef trigger making station with, like, some lettuce and tomato just, like, laid out. There's little tiny bowls with various different ice creams and there is like um little dessert plates with chocolate mousse pieces of chocolate mousse on it um and i think bloke takes a little bit of pasta some salad and one of the ice cream bowls yeah i think bass is going to take a some pasta and a beef make a beef trigger <laughs> And some chocolate cake. He doesn't actually seem to be going by almanac rules at the moment. He's just sort of taking what gets his eye. And I think um, they sit down and 
they start eating. Um, Bloke is kind of very on edge. Um, he's kind of bouncing his leg again. He's even though he, he should be. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. I think that also looks nervous, but for very different reasons. Um. Yeah, Bloke is just. Um. He definitely feels bad because he isn't starting a lot of conversation. I think he just he he definitely wants to talk to Vass, but he just ends up kind of staring at Vass, eating a little, shooting a look at Dickie, um, looking back at Vass, um, looking around at Toe and Iso, and just doing a little circuit there, but just um and I think Bloke shouts over is like, hey Nell, do you do you like the party or um Nell is like standing in the corner of the room and kind of trying to like keep an eye on everything. Um Nell's kind of nods with that little little grunt is like mm. God, the six people in a massive ballroom is yeah. living in my mind. <laughs> Um, are, there, are there like Jimmy holograms dancing? Like, is it? No, nope. <laughs> it's just an empty space in the middle. Uh, that's so bad. Um, Flux says, no, uh, sorry for killing you the other day. It was just. Right. Sorry. That was just business. You yeah. Know. Uh, business. <laughs> <laughs> business. <laughs> What was that about? I understand that I'm not either of your targets. It was honestly just for like, oh, we were going to go for a leggy and we, we knew you had some healing stuff. So we were just like, ah, would be best if yeah, we wanted- were out of the way for that. If you had left like Toe and Iso, I don't think we would have. Um, yeah. yeah, we kind of we kind of wanted people to guess that you were one of our targets for reasons that Bloke explained to me but I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> and it was just convenient. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we tried to make it as fast as possible. You're not dead. <laughs> yeah, no, no nods and says, I'm sure it won't matter in the long run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, meanwhile, Iso probably turns to Toe and is like, this is, it's very empty. Um, Do you want to go dance? Yeah, sure. And I think Iso and Toe start dancing. Iso probably doesn't want to like stand in the middle of the room. So they kind of dance near to like where their table was like, um, but at this point the lights are also kind of less intense as before. So it's like, it's pretty nice to just stand there and dance. You, there, you can look outside and see a lot of stars and stuff. At this point, it's fully nighttime. And I was like, I, I wonder when, when this stuff is going to happen. I mean. I don't know. We'll just have to wait for Dickie, I guess. I, it's, it's kind of weird. Like, you look so beautiful and this is a great night, but. I'm just now, I'm, I'm a little on edge now, knowing that stuff is going to happen. It's okay. 
I think as long as we've got each other. Okay. Um, let's turn around to Dickie. What's he doing? Uh, Dickie is probably enjoying a nice steak. Um, and he's, he's pondering over the steak and he's just like pausing every couple seconds just thinking about the steak, looking at his steak knife. And he's just like glowering over at Bass and Blue every couple minutes. Oh. And he's just like just stewing. Um, I'm going to say that you make direct eye contact with Bloke several times. Um, but, and when he does make direct eye contact with you, he like refuses to look away for those couple of seconds. But yeah. And then. Oh, and every time they make eye contact, he's like cutting up his steak, just gets a little bit more aggressive. So <laughs> Oh no! You can tell Loke is kind of scared, but he's also like, good. He also he he smiles at you for a uh, a lot of it, and I don't know if you if you hmm, can you make a I don't know. I was gonna say make a dexterity check for cutting out the steak, but I think you're fine. I think that just continues and okay. Hmm, I'm reading stuff. Okay. Um, let's, is there anything that people want to do before they eat up their dinners? Stuff like that. I no? think that Dickie's going to take his glaive and set it on the chair next to him. Okay. I also forgot that he's sitting right next to Toe and Iso and they had that conversation. Oh, wait, no, but they're dancing. Never mind. They're, dice they're dancing, yeah. Um, Dickie, can you roll a perception check? Yes, I can. I can find his character. I want to say that if there's anything going on, Nil is very much trying to like monitor the whole ballroom. So if anything happens, I can one. make a perception check. You can make a perception check too, yeah. 16. Yeah, you both don't see much. Um, Dickie, can you make another one? I want you to make it with advantage. 19. Okay. Um, so you're just, you just set your glaive down. You're just eating your steak. Everything seems good. And make one more. Wait a sec. Wait a second. What? <laughs> a 14 plus one. He gets a 15. And yeah, you continue eating your steak. Everything's good. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um and then yeah, and then after People finish up their various dinners. Um, around this time, the lights in the room have started to dim. And a live string quartet of Jimmys appears, and a Jimmy at a piano appears at the far side of the room. No, it is a live string quartet only insofar as any of the Jimmys are alive, right? Uh, so, yeah, a dead string quartet. <laughs> An artificial... dead? No, Jimmy's not dead. I don't know what Jimmy counts as, um, but they appear on one side of the room, and the music kind that was playing before kind of fades away, and 
the jimmies on the string instruments kind of start playing a, a tango and they're just kind of vibing there and it sounds very nice oh um as they as they play like the first like two notes bloke sees bass like jump a little bit like Good. he it's not an un it's more of like a memory and he's like oh oh yeah um i i remember this song i think i think i danced this with toe once or twice um is it okay if i and he like stands yeah yeah go for it all right um stay safe if you need anything just you too pats him on the head yeah Uh, (laughs) and he he stands and he goes over to arto and iso still dancing i think they sat down i think toe kind of like a similar reaction just like just a little jolt and it's like oh Oh, um, Bass and I used to do these like dancing competitions when we were younger, and um, God, this is my favorite song. Maybe, maybe I should go dance with him just for yeah. a time. And then Dickie turns the toe and he goes, "You'll know the signal when you see it." And oh, I'm so scared. <laughs> Hi, uh, this is Bloke Manson. Um, sorry for all the lying. Thank you for listening. Uh, be sure to follow us on Tumblr at Ziglitz Zany Murder Mania and Twitter at ZZMMPod and subscribe to never miss an episode. All right. Okay.